Welcome back to Breakthrough Conversations, guys. Um, today we've got a very special guest, Mitch. Uh, Mitch is like the is one of the founders of Hydrolink. Um, so it's him and his actual partner. Um, he's probably like the guy who you want to talk to when it comes to like cryptocurrency. And um, he's here to just enlighten us and share a little bit of um, information. And we're just gonna pick his brain on um, on the delight that is the finance like finance market at the moment. Appreciate having yeah. me on. Yeah, so, let, so yeah, let, we'll just, just get started. Like, what was your, how did you get into crypto? Um, so since I was 18, I've always just sort of had interest in um, stocks and crypto, uh, with the stocks and trading, day trading, all that. I had a um, friend that did really well in it. Um, ever since then, I'd, I did that for maybe like a year, year and a half. I was just sort of like every now and then, or pretty much every day, just sort of you know, watching our on YouTube, um, learning this and that, and that um, how to trade. And then from that, I think just one day it just popped up a crypto, just a YouTube suggested video. It was just to do crypto and watched it. And just the intro was like talking about the future of it and everything. And I was like, wow, that's pretty interesting. And then so um, before that, never heard of it. Like back in 2017, never even heard of Bitcoin, never heard of any of it. Um, it was just like, yeah, two years ago now, I heard of it. Oh, damn. Um, started watching, um, after that, just kept watching a few more videos and I was like, shit, like, this is what I want to do. Oh, fast, um, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. Like, I was um, so interested in stocks um, and tra day trading and then like going from that and realizing like the potential future for like the whole market um, is so much bigger than because you know, the stock market's already evolved. There's uh, something evolving. Yeah. Um, I just thought, well, like if I'm learning something, I might as well start learning something that's evolving instead of something that's already been done. I mean, like the stock market and um, for day trading, you're competing with people that... Um, I've been doing it for 40 years, but yeah. not 40 years, only um, you know, five, 10 years in crypto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, like, it's much easier to make money in um, crypto, really. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. The, the returns are so much better. I think like, I did the same thing. I, like, I was holding, I was buying a whole bunch of stocks, but then like, when I moved over to crypto, just kind of like, the returns are just so much better, just yeah. comparing the returns. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. From, absolutely. Like, I, um, well, I had like 15 grand and then 14 grand in my stocks, and then I was just like, you know, making 500 bucks every here and there, just um, swing trades. I wasn't really doing scalp trading at that point. Um, and yeah, it turned into maybe 16, 17 grand oh, <laughs> over, yeah. over like six months. It wasn't anything crazy. Um, and then yeah, going from stocks, like crypto is definitely a big change. Yeah, it would have been a big change there. Yeah. What about crypto? What are, What is the vision for crypto? Like what is, what vision sold you? Um, I'm not sure, I just, well, it, it was just all interesting, obviously, and because um, I always heard about like the um, the big financial reset to come, and you know the, the crash of the, um, the U.S. dollar and all that to eventually come, and then um, and because like I knew about like you know investing in gold long term because of um, inflation and um, just all, all those problems. So and then when I like learned about Bitcoin and that how that was like you know alternative to gold and that was um, what Bitcoin was made for. Yeah, um, that sort of really got me going. But then it was, it was like I, I was pretty much straight into learning altcoins, and then the more um, you know, I started learning about other cryptocurrencies that were doing these other um, like nothing to do with currency, but they were you know um, like companies using that technology as a tool to um, uh, solve any problems with networking and um, like data type stuff. I was just like started really learning like wow, this that can really change like. Internet for like, Yeah. It, what, what were some of the coins that made you the, the biggest amounts? Or um, like your favorite coins that you were trading? Well, theta was I was I never really. 
So like when I first got in, it was um, a crazy old season. Like so, mm -hmm. it was like the first DeFi, um, like biggest hype of DeFi, um, and literally every you could buy any coin, it was going up like ten x in a week. Oh, damn. <laughs> um, like, yeah. So that was what like that was the other thing is um, was that twenty nineteen. That was no, this is twenty twenty. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, that's quite yeah, like amazing. July twenty twenty around that time. Um, it was like July August um, is when that it was just like a two month boom and like everything was just going crazy. Um, uh, it was because that was like the rise of um, like Uniswap and um, Wi-Fi, mm. um, like UN Finance and um, all the DeFi projects. Because then after that, the, the few big ones took off, and after that, there was just so many copies of small ones, and then yeah. so. You could like you know ninety nine percent of them are scams, ninety nine percent of them are just crap. But if you just get in on all these ones on the day they launch, or the, like you know getting early, mm. you just quick flip them. And then, so then um, the first few weeks, um, I made some pretty crazy returns. But then oh, like wow. I didn't uh, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't sell on time. So you know from, from that like fourteen fifteen grand I had from um, stocks, I turned that into like fifty grand. It, like oh. if I had a sold the top of everything, it was about mm. I could have made about fifty grand within. Like a couple of weeks, but not me not knowing what I was doing, um, mm. didn't, didn't sell the tops and watch them all go back down where I sold them. At. So, so the art so, is always to sell when you're up, yeah, because yeah. it doesn't last long, <laughs> absolutely, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Because I made money on a few, but then I lost money on a few as well, and so I kind of broke even. But then, and then after that, like it um, died off for a little bit, and I just kept learning. Um, and then eventually, mm. like sort of towards the end of 2022, that's when you know, Bitcoin and everything went crazy, and then that's when I, I made most of my money. Um, usually, the art of stocks is like to hold it for a couple of years at least. Yeah, but crypto is well, like a couple months, if that. Well, yeah. then, well, no, but with crypto, crypto is still the same. Like, um, you know, so many of them still have a very, very, very long way to go. Um, mm. And because nothing has like, until um, crypto projects are like as evolved as Visa cards. Um, yeah. Now, for example, like then, like that, there's so much money to be made until that point. Mm. Just like when you know Visa cards and um, these credit cards first came around, everyone was like, "What the fuck are these?" Because um, true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Everyone was um, so used to cash and forever, and then they these private cards come along, and you know everyone um, doubted them. A lot of people were like, you know, it's sketchy. How does that work? It's you know mm. this internet thing. Like, what does that do? That's like, how does that work? You know, they just yeah. don't trust it. Yeah, um, true. And, yeah. Like you can look at articles going back then. Like that was that was the common um, perception of it when it first was like coming into it, like first announced, and then. Yeah. Um, Obviously, Visa cards are everywhere. Yeah, um, so so yeah. it's exactly that's what I explained to everyone. Um, cryptocurrency at the same stage, cryptocurrency is in. Like everyone's skeptical about it, but when you actually learn um, how it works and realize how it's still going to evolve, um, like just, that's why I, I stuck to it so much because I just nice. it's not about like sort of guessing and hoping something goes up. Sort of, mm. I just you just understand the technology enough to actually see where like it can go. And, True. Yeah. yeah. What, what what's what's DeFi? Because it like um, I know we said DeFi, but what exactly is DeFi? It's decentralized finance, um, and it's pretty much a genre in um, crypto projects that pretty much replacing anything that a bank can do. Um, so it's just like um, when in crypto when they talk about decentralizing, it's just talking about like not they're not being a central um, ownership of that. Like so, for a company, you know. Um, just Netflix or any company uh, or a bank is just it's centralized. It's owned by that thing, but it's decentralized is when it's um, not owned by anyone. And it's just a it's a it's a um, automated protocol um, that does it all automatically through the blockchain. It's a bit technical, but um, so with decentralized finance, you know, you can do um, you can take out loans and um, 
uh, there's like hedge funds, for example. So there's like yeah. um, so with like staking, you can stake, um, which yes, gets um, it's another topic. Gets complicated, but you know you stake your crypto, um, then you earn a yield from it like yearly or monthly, and there's like a percentage rate that you make passively, um, and then so then like there's um, hedge funds that do that automatically they automatically look for like the best yields and it, like it, when the yields go down they'll find another one so you put your money in and it automatically through smart contracts just it's all automated and there's no human intervention at all it's just all automated and it just goes and finds um the best yields at that time so, then, oh, okay. so so you put your money in and you're basically just making a constant passive income and it's the, it just picks the best strategy it finds um that's dope. Yeah. that's just an example that's, that's, that's called Wi-Fi um, you know, in finance. Um, and then even like um, decentralized exchanges, so Uniswap and uh, PancakeSwap and Trader Joe, all the, um, <coughs> it's just a decentralized exchange. So instead of a, you know, a, like when you talk about a stock exchange or Binance, um, Coinbase, CoinSpot, you know, all the um, exchanges are centralized because they're owned by a company um, and all their, um, Transactions aren't done through blockchain. The transactions are just done through normal order books, just, yeah. just um, normal databases. So with decentralized finance, um, it's all done on the blockchain, like all automated. And so um, it just it means anyone can do it. You don't have to um, you don't have to register like KYC. Um, you don't have to um, like anyone from any country. Anyone with the internet can do it. So you know, third world countries that don't have access to banking, they can go do that. Yeah. So, um, and, and so there's a lot of countries that, you know, try ban it, um, ban trading cryptocurrencies, but they can't ban um, these decentralized protocols because they're not owned, like no one owns them. They can't shut them down. It's impossible to shut them down. Yeah, you'd have to shut down the internet pretty much. Yeah, you, yeah. the only way to shut it down is shutting down the internet, which is not which possible. Is, yeah, which is not possible. Yeah. Well, like, well, if let's say that a country was to decide that they're going to try and ban, um, like, the yeah, use yeah. of it, how It'd be you? as easy as just downloading a VPN and just using it. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's, it, that's easy. That's yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. That, it's that easy. Like, it's just impossible. It's uh, um, the protocol is um, you know just run by everyone. So it's like the, all the people that um, run Ethereum miners, for example, those Ethereum miners, like validators. I mean, um, they run the network, and all those transactions are actually done on. You know, there's millions of computers all around the um, planet, and then they earn like a passive income for doing those transactions. But they all work together. So that's how it's like. Um, that's how it's like. What's the word? Um, mind blank. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're good. Um, yeah. But, but like, um, say, let's say that you they do decide to do that. What's to stop them for like, say, going to the bank and saying? Um, you can't, you're not allowed to exchange our currency for crypto. You're not allowed to exchange our currency for like Bitcoin and Ethereum. How would they effectively uh, so, go so around with, that? So um, with uh, decentralized exchanges, you can't trade like US dollar. Um, you can't trade like actual currencies. You can only trade, you can trade like stable coins of currencies. So like yeah. there's USDT, USDC, which are just, um, they're just cryptocurrencies and they're backed by the US dollar. So they just pegged the US dollar. Yeah. Um, but you can't actually... Like you can, um, so you have to like go on an exchange, a centralized exchange, um, and then transfer your Australian dollar, US dollar, to a cryptocurrency, and then you send that to a decentralized exchange. The decentralized exchanges don't um, onboard straight from fiat currency. 
Oh, okay, but so you'd have to like go from a decentralized exchange to kind of something like a Binance or Coinbase. Yeah, Wait, you, have, you, have, you have to go from a Binance to a decentralized exchange. exchange. Yeah. But can they can they block can the bank block you from transferring to Binance and from Binance? Yeah. So there's like um, uh, it's like Binance was banned in the US for a while, so then they had to make a um, Binance had to make a Binance US to um, to fit with their regulations. Um, oh, okay. so, so there's a few countries that will ban. Like China, I think China's banned all. Um, they've been on and off. I'm not sure where they're, um, where they're currently at, but they've you know banned um, all exchanges in the past. So they can use it, but it's still pretty easy. You can just use a VPN and um, you have to use someone else's ID, but, but um, it's still possible. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's if you want to get dodgy. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm, dude, I'm sure like if that's they'd, what, have, they'd have so many resources in mm -hmm. China. Like if it, I think for me it would be like if they decided to like put all these regulations and you, all of a sudden, even though you have heaps of crypto in your like portfolio, it's like, how would you be able to use it if you can't transfer it to the bank? You know what I mean? If you need to like go out and buy something or mm. you just need to do your day-to-day, -day, everyday things, how would you go about that without transferring back to the bank? Um, then that's the whole point. Like the so bank so there's, there's like, um, there's crypto.com cards and I think Binance has just got one or they're about to get one. Um, there's a few of the exchanges that um, do debit cards that um, you can put like any cryptocurrency on, and then you pay just no PayPass, and then it automatically transfers the whatever cryptocurrency it is to the your currency. Interesting. Um, so I that's, know. A, that's already a thing. So, um, and then some of them like you can get like eight percent cash back. <laughs> it's pretty ridiculous. But the the ones that um, have there's some that start off as two percent, you get four percent, eight percent cash back. So all purchases you basically save eight percent. Oh, dude, that's crazy. Um, but you have to, so like the biggest ones, you have to like um, provide, like that they'll have like their token and you buy their token, hold it on the platform um, to get that 8%. So it might be like $100,000. Oh, because so, there's, there's like a minimum. Yeah, so, so okay. you'll see like all the, um, some, if you see a millionaire crypto, um, they'll have like these, um, pretty much everyone's got one. They'll have like this metal, this is the Visa debit card, but it's a crypto one. Um, and then they go in colors and like, I think it's a black one. You have to have like half a million or a few hundred thousand dollars just to have that card. Oh, damn, um, true. So you have, to, you have to buy it. Um, but you can get those tokens back in the future. Um, but it's, it's, you have to like lock them up for like a year, I think it is. Oh, okay, okay. Mm. So, so it's pretty much kind of, it's, a lot of people do that with like the savings now anyway, don't they? Mm. Well, it's a, um, it's sort of a, it's just an incentive for like, so they make that token. That token has lots of different incentives for the exchange. Um, but so then that's one of them. So people will buy these cards and they'll hold. So that they believe that that coin is you know going to last. It's going to go up a lot in two years so, or a year. So they'll buy that token because they're getting this card with eight percent cash back. Then they lock it, believing that in a year's time will be like it will still be really good and go up a lot. And then um, they come back in a year, they can get this token back, but they just save eight percent of their purchases. Eight percent is a lot, man. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I think one of them goes twelve percent. It's pretty crazy. Is it? Yeah, like twelve percent is a lot, especially if you're spending millions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was looking at like I think I was looking at um, USDT staking, and like there was a place that's giving you twelve percent per year. Yeah. For like holding your USDT on there, which is crazy. So you're yeah. getting like, if you if you put like a mill in there, you get what, um, you get a hundred thousand dollars back a year. So what are they doing with the money in that in that time? I think you're just holding it in that platform. So that platform will be using it. Yeah. To leverage yeah. something else. Yeah. Yeah. So leverage they'll, something they'll, else. they'll be like loaning it out or leveraging it for something else, or they can um, 
uh, provide it to exchange, centralized exchanges for the liquidity. So then they'll mm -hmm. earn some of the transaction fees. Um, so the right. same thing as what banks do with money. Um, they can have all sorts, do all sorts of things with it. Yeah. 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 Now also with some protocols like um, they can, you know, you can stake things that will that will stake on their network. So for example, like Ethereum, um, it's been proof of stake. You will um, instead of like Bitcoin mining um, proof of work, where you um, you run a computer and it runs the network and you earn income as you go. It's sort of the opposite. You you um, you you have a validator computer that validates the network, um, runs all the transactions and does it all. Um, but then you put so it's proof of stake. So you stake an amount. So you have to put like a specified amount or more. Um, and so it, the more you stake, the more you can um, passive income you make. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. And then, but so the um, so if you uh, a bad actor and try to like hack the network or try to um, do anything wrong. Everyone, mm. all the other ones, notice that, kick you out, and take your stake. So, so oh, damn. So, so that's like the, the security of it is if there's a, yeah. someone tries to hack it, someone tries to um, do anything dodgy on the network, um, everyone else spots it out and you lose your fifty thousand dollars. That's fair enough. Um, yeah, so, it's, yeah. Kind of, it's kind of a pretty sick security system. Yeah, yeah. and and then on, at the same time you earn like. Like I think it's twenty five percent or somewhere around that um, per year. So if you got like you know with Ethereum, the proof of stake, you can put all your Ethereum in. If you're holding a proof of stake for um, your Ethereum for ten years, five years, you can put in your proof of stake, um, lock it up, and then you're earning like twenty five percent on top as well. Wow, damn. So does it does that compound on the Ethereum? Okay, is that is that twenty five percent? I think so. Um, I haven't actually looked into that that far. Um, oh, okay, I, yeah, yeah. Like, I, mean, I don't hold anything for that long. I'm, I'm trading in and out, and so I wouldn't know. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 fair, fair, fair. What about like um, OHM? How does is OHM you like stake your Ethereum? That's very that's so complicated. I still haven't wrapped my head around it. Like I know kind of how it works, but not enough to explain it. Yeah, yeah, it's um pretty complicated. I'm not um and it's dumped a lot lately. So yeah, yeah. Um, the thing was like OHM and time dumped really hard. Yeah, time and climb both would, yeah, did yeah. really, really bad. But yeah. I think this time that um the one of the founders, like that was in charge of the treasury, he did something dodgy and um everyone was sort of ripping into the um, founder for time. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I think that's one of the interesting things is like when you have like when you're doing something that big, like you gotta be pretty clean. You know, yeah. there's a lot of people a lot of people's money is in there, man. Like, yeah. it's like you, um, anyone, that, anyone that does anything bad that's not about it, they get their whole ripped. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. The community is pretty like intense, man. That's a the crypto community. Like, it's they're, they're pretty hardcore. They're like some of them are pretty like they get to like kind of like religious level. Like they they're like they're, yeah, they <laughs> yeah, like hold de their definitely. coin up there. Mm. Like people, um, I think it's Cardano, the Cardano community. Yeah, yeah. they fucking fork <laughs> that coin, dude. Uh, I hate Cardano. Yeah, it's probably the worst. Because well, um, why is that? Um, also, I'll probably get a bit of hate for this. <laughs> but so, so with Cardano, like they've, um, so every other network, you know, they will build something, and then they sort of like, um, as they build it, or like after they build it, that's when they sort of start marketing. But Cardano has been the opposite. They've been the probably the biggest. Um, they've probably spent the most in marketing out of any other cryptocurrency, um, and. Their their networks got not not really any adoption. It's it's almost useless. Like they've been, you know, they hyped oh, wow. up. They, they hyped up the. Um, I don't really followed along too much and know exact like all the um, the roadmap milestones. But like the last big one when they did um, 
when they launched the smart contracts, like they made it out as a big thing, but the smart contracts didn't even work, and it was like one one trans, um, transaction per second or something really, mm, really, really bad. Yeah, yeah, that's, so you they know that the market is like mainly marketing and it's all young people are not re-educated. Yeah, absolutely. Like it's cash grabs. Yeah, like, yeah. well, like a few of the people that I respect that I listen to, um, you know, everyone takes piss out of Cardano. <laughs> mm, they, they, yeah. they'll, they'll make jokes like, you know, um, have a good day, except for if you're a Cardano holder. I have some Cardano. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do too. Right? Like if, if you, um, like if it's, you know, if it's down, like it's still good. Like if you, if it's gone down a lot, you know, buy it because they're going to keep marketing. They'll keep mm. pumping it up. Um, yeah. And they've been, you know, it's been like four years, I think four or five years they've been developing. Mm. Um, maybe more and they've got no network. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like when you look at po what Polkadot's done, what um, AVAX has done, what uh, Solana has done, what all of these cryptos have done mm. um, and Cardano's done nothing really. Like they, they, they've, yeah. got, they've got no adoption, nothing works. They don't, it's not like they've got fast. Um, I'm not sure, I haven't kept up, Like they have had a few updates since, but I mean, if there was, I don't think it's going anything too good because I don't know about it. Well, what are some um, of your yeah. long-term bets? Um, so one of my biggest ones would be HTR, how the network. Um, so this is like the opposite of Cardano. So mm. they, they've, um, it's been seven years in development and they've um, built a lot. They have, their network already is like um, almost fully scalable. They have their own blockchain? They have yeah. their own blockchain. Okay. Um, it's free transactions and it's like one of the fastest, I think it is the fastest free or one, one of the fastest um, blockchains. And that's HTR? HTR, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's already, and they haven't spent, um, one of their, Twitter guys, um, can't remember who it was, but one of the team, I remember seeing a tweet saying, we have not spent a dollar on marketing. Oh, wow. um, so this is what I like to look for when I'm um, investing in anything in crypto. When I invest into anything, I always look at what they've done, what's actually working, mm. and then how much marketing they've done. Because if, they, like, if they're really, if they're not known about, and no one knows about them, um, but they've developed all this and they've been gone for seven years, yeah. Um, then you think like, you know, if they were desperate for money and they were um, trying to just hype it up, like mm. they would have done marketing in, in seven years. They haven't done any marketing in seven years. So they're, actually, like they're, good point, they're yeah. actually developing something that, you know, actually could do something. Mm. Um, so they've already got like, um, they've launched NFTs so that you can do NFTs um, transactions like no gas uh, oh, wow. already. They're already like, you can go on there and build um, NFTs, uh, make NFTs really easy. And, like, um, That's solid. And so one of the biggest things about their blockchain is they're doing it for, um, and they're, they're focusing on mass adoption um, for anyone to build on the chain with ease. So you can, like a 13 year old, it's so easy a 13 year old can go on there and launch their own token on HDR. And you, you made a meme token, is that correct? Yeah. yeah. How, how did you actually make that? What's the process um, behind it? Oh, Dave did all the contract stuff, but it's mm. not too hard. Like on Binance Smart Chain and um, Ethereum and all of them, there's like um, websites that kind of do all it for you and you just put in the um, the, the amount of tokens you want, the oh, wow. um, the transaction fee and all like the little technical details. Because um, I had one of my friends um, put in $120 with a shout out to Jack. <laughs> so he put $120 into Shibcoin and um, Turned it into like four five hundred grand. What? From, what were they called? Um, Shiba. From Shiba. Oh Shiba, Shiba. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was crazy. But then I remember when Shiba and Doge first came out. I bought Doge. We went up at like only went up like twelve times for me. Yeah. But I didn't buy Shiba. I'm like, nah, fuck Shiba. Yeah. And now I'm just like, dude, if I bought Shiba. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then, then, then uh, Dave bought uh, Kishu, which was like the next one under Shiba, mm. and then because they just kept copying each other, and then. Um, 
he made like not crazy money, but he made some decent money off that. Well, what is the art to get a main coin to take off? Like, how do they get that? Oh, yeah. like you only have to get like you know, it's very easy to get a crypto to like ten mil market cap. Like ten mm. mil market cap is tiny in crypto, and yeah. it's easy to do. And um, then from ten mil market cap, if you hold like ten percent of it and you sell that, it's a hundred grand. Um, so it's like it's not. Um, and it's if you have ten percent of um, ten million, that's one million. But, yeah. but the, the way that liquidity works and stuff, it, um, it's not. I went the micro cap set. Like when you sell it, you can't sell it for the high price. So mm. yeah. Okay, that's fair enough. And you got a coin, Hydrolink. Yeah, yeah. Well, H- what's, what's the Hydrolink? What's the main thing? Because you said you yeah. to do with hydrogen stuff. Yeah, so it, it, um, there's a few things, but the main um, the main use case was hydrogen verification, like. Um, the ver- verifying emissions in production. Oh wow! Um, this, so is, this is like legit. legit, legit. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. during the production of hydrogen, um, like we start off as green hydrogen, but then um, because green hydrogen isn't um, like to because it's still another decade um, mm. before green hydrogen really takes off, but it's okay. already starting. But so in the meantime, we um, it's suitable for like we it will be integrating into um, all hydrogen during hydrogen production. Um, so it goes to like the, with the um, in the production line, um, all the like IT that um, processes all the data for the manufacturing and all that. Mm. That you know will get sent to the blockchain. So then um, it the smart contracts. It um, pretty much puts a document together, certifying like like verifying exactly how much um, emissions and you know waste and energy and all this. Um, the hydrogen. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then that's the full green hydrogen. You know, it even um, goes to the point where we try to. Get the data from um, the electricity. So with green hydrogen, it's made with renewable electricity. So mm-hmm. you'd have to like track where the energy, the electricity actually came from. Okay. Um, so like through the blockchain, there'll be you can trace. Um, <coughs> I said the you have data um, sending from wherever the electricity is made mm-hmm. um, to the same um, blockchain like uh, smart contract, and then it would um, have the data coming from the um, production like to that, and it puts together saying that you know this okay. energy was renewable. Um, and then the um, hydrogen was produced this way, and then it, um, so that's all stored um, mm. in smart contracts. So it makes a document of um, the um, yeah all the like this emissions. Yeah, that's actually a really cool idea. Yeah. 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 And then there's a supply chain tracking, um, which is just sort of a, it's similar to traditional supply chain management systems that all um, like anyone uh, producing anything or um, mm. you know, distributing anything that you know food. Um, clothes, just all that, um, and then but it just it's a bit more secure and optimized um, when you use it through blockchain because um, yeah. it can't be manipulated. You can't put in data. Like, you know, if someone puts in um, uh, the wrong data, like they put in anything wrong, it's, it's impossible to put in anything wrong. It's all like done automatically, mm. um, and it's easy to just go back and trace everything. And it's wow. just open source, and yeah, that's actually really cool, man. Um, yeah, and then the, third, the first of its kind. There's well yeah we're the first crypto to uh, my blockchain company to actually start doing something but there's been talks of I think two others um, we found that after we started developing ours we found two more that um, no there was actually there was one for that use case um, no, there's two years yeah. so there's been two that mm-hmm. these are like billion dollar but they're they're um, they're already billion dollar energy companies and yeah. so like they can't yeah. you can't really make a certification they can't really make a verification protocol to verify themselves. True. It needs to be a third party. Oh, um, okay, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's So perfect. it doesn't yeah. um, make sense for one to do it, um, but obviously they could fund it. But so they, they're going to reach out to you. 
No, so we, um, we're going to reach out to a few of them like in the next few months. But um, so this one, like the biggest one, they've just, it was always an article. Um, there's been no sign of any progress. So, so mm. not, not too sure what's going on behind the scenes with them. But um, it didn't look like they were doing too much. But yeah, it's still a bit too early. Yeah. yeah. And the, the third use case we're doing was um, smart uh, carbon trading exchange as well, called carbon offsets and carbon oh, credits. Yeah. Um, but there's quite a few, there's, I think there's two crypto. Um, Crypto platforms are also doing the same thing, but would you make a second crypto for the carbon tracking? Or um, no, it'd be it'd be all the same, like because the, the crypto um, token um, isn't really needed for all of it. It's sort of just a um, there's like the token will have um, utilities between all of it, and um, so yeah. it's not like it needs a separate token for each one. Mm. Right, okay, yeah. okay, forgive my ignorance on this one as well, because mm. if hard links is a cryptocurrency used as a currency, and if it's a currency, how does it? Um, so do they act as a currency as well as all that tracking of the data of the hydrogen? Uh, oh no, so the, the currency doesn't do anything to do um, in terms of the data tracking. Um, okay. So like in within the platform, there'll be um, uh, multi token, like the NFTs, but it's like the multi token standard. So it's like mm. ERC one one five five, I think. Um, so it's like it has um, it's like a non fungible token, but it also has properties of a fungible token, like that like currency. Okay, yeah. Um, so that that gets used throughout the supply chain. Um, so for example, like the documents, yeah. Um, that have all the um, data, like the the data readings and all that from the production, mm. that would be um, like these NFTs. Okay. Um, so they they're technically tokens, but they're not um, the HLink token. And so the HLink token doesn't have anything to do with that. The actual, um, uh, it could have. Like if we build, the, so we're probably building our own. We're still in the process of um, mm. thinking this through, but we're probably going to be um, developing our own native blockchain. And okay. so if we do develop our own native blockchain, then the token would be used for um, like you know the same thing as Ethereum. Um, oh wow! So is that a big step to making your own blockchain? Like how much work will be involved um, in that? Well, no, it'd be out. Would be outsourcing all the development, and it's okay. not. It's not actually too hard. Like because now that everything's been done. Mm. Um, you can almost just fork and copy um, blockchains that already exist. Okay. Um, so it, it just costs a bit of money for um, outsourcing from a um, like a software development company. Oh, true. Yeah. Um, so it's it's not actually too hard. Like so many um, nowadays, like there's so many cryptocurrencies that are um, doing that. Have yeah, you heard of sharing? Cool. Sorry. Sharing. S H R. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know yeah, you're talking you know about that one. Yeah, so like yeah. that one, they've um, made their own blockchain. Um, and you know, like V Chain, Theta, um, yeah. all those. Now, um, how, what's 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 the average like cost if you want to like build your own blockchain? Um, it's it all really depends like how much you copy and like from other blockchains and if you how customized you want to um, depends on so many things. But um, from what I've looked so far, it's like a hundred grand, um, oh, damn. like eighty grand. Like um, I have a friend that um, he's from Ectochain, and um, I probably shouldn't disclose the pricing we've paid for it, but yeah, it's not too expensive. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's possible for the yeah. average man. Yeah, it's like yeah, a bring a team together. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Like um, the the development of the um the hydrogen link, uh, the actual um hydrogen production verification that would be the more complicated part. Um, just because of all the um the comp like the data like the we need expertise and specialists from that know anything to do with the hydrogen production mm, or that yeah. to be involved. Um, that, I'm not too. That's David Innocent there. The um. The head of all that, so I'm more the head. I, I do more the cryptocurrency side, um, not the development side. Yeah. Or are there like any regulations you'd have to like, kind of be aware about when yeah. you when you start getting to that? Um, that's uh, it's like not really anything you have to think about 
at this stage, but yeah. it's not. There's nothing that we. There's nothing that we're doing that um, we can't do. Like there's yeah. nothing because um, we're not a security token, and then there's not really much because like what we're developing is um, it can like it doesn't have to be enforced. Like uh, like if if we get um, a government backing and it gets forced onto all production plants, then obviously big bonus. But um, there are incentives for <coughs> um, producers to use it without a government, so it's not like we. Um, it can be a voluntary thing, as like um, it gives like producers producers have incentive to use it for you know like the, the blue tick on their thing, saying like you know um, they can ver like if you so someone in India, um, like a producer plant in India, um, no one could trust if their hygiene is actually green or if they've like you know they could be saying that they've um, produced it and it's this clean, but it's actually you know they've made it dirt cheap. And it's um, not clean at all, and then they can just sell it off as more than it's worth. Oh, okay, um, yeah, yeah. So um, that's the idea behind it: is um, producer plants would use it um, to like hydrolink verify sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, it's a verification. Yeah, yeah. So cool. a, you know, they, yeah, yeah. they have a tick off. Like you know, they can they can stamp it as if like you know it's been verified. You can verify it yourself. Yeah, so kind you, of like certic, I guess. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, like yeah. You, you can you can look. Um, you can just look straight. Like even if you. Don't trust it's like you can literally look on the blockchain and see exactly where it's from itself if you want to. Um, like we can, um, producers can choose to like make um, different data like accessible to anyone as well. Yeah. Um, so for transparency sakes. How big do you reckon hydrogen vehicles will be? Or hydrogen power will be in the next five years? Uh, not sure five years, but um, they're predicting by 2040, 2050, that'd be 25 percent of the whole energy mix. Wow. Um, that's very really massive. Um, Will it be mainly cars or houses or um, No, not cars. Cars probably won't be at all, um, but heavy machinery like trucks um, or mining equipment, um, uh, what's it called, steel production, like, you know, okay. with, um, the when they melt, um, melt metal, whatever that's called. That's oh, the potential of that is huge. Yeah. You're going to be um, like going with like... Yeah, massive, yeah. yeah. yeah steel, steel production, heavy machinery, I think boats. Um, is sort of all the heavy stuff. I think planes, um, but I'm not. I don't think they've really figured out if it's affordable to do. Like they, there's high, you can make hydrogen cars, hydrogen planes, hydrogen anything. But it's all about. I heard that Toyota was looking around to make a big deal with hydrogen vehicles. Yeah, so there, there has been quite yeah. a few companies already talking about like well, they've already made hydrogen cars and stuff. But mm. there's kind of there's there's a bit of an argument whether it, um, hydrogen cars or electric cars will be cheaper. Um, okay. Yeah. It's mm. still a bit of a debate between the two. I think, like at least from my understanding, electric cars are like in the long run a little bit more exp end up being ex ex the same cost as having like a normal petrol car or diesel. With yeah, hydrogen, those, yeah. you can refill it instantly. You don't have to wait to charge it. You just fill it up. Yeah, but like, mm -hmm. what what does what do you fill it up with hydrogen? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, true. <laughs> <Of course. laughs> that's, that's, that's water, water moment. <laughs> I actually thought water, bro. I'm not even gonna lie. With, with hydrogen cars, the only um, waste is just water. Like you just have water drip out your exhaust. Oh, well, it, it wouldn't be an exhaust, but it would just, you just drip a little bit of water. That's it. Do you know about the, the process of how they extract hydrogen? Do, do they get it from seawater, or how how is that the process? Um, so with um, green hydrogen, it's just literally just um, putting electrodes in water, and it splits it into oxygen and hydrogen. Oh, um, nice. And I'm not sure what water they use. It's just, I just that, it, okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I'd, ima I'd imagine it would work with um, seawater, but I'm not too sure about that. Yeah, yeah. that'd be that'd be very interesting to know. Very, very interesting. I'd like, I'd like to know how much like electricity they use yeah. to create the hydrogen. Yeah, yeah. So that's the only. You'll thing. know that so, too. Yeah. So that's <laughs> that's why green hydrogen isn't um, cheap enough to be 
um, competitive with everything else yet because um, mm -hmm. it's solar and wind power. So as solar and wind obviously is getting cheaper and cheaper and cheaper and getting better and better and better, um, mm -hmm. then so does hydrogen. And plus, um, uh, as they're making um, hydrogen electrolyzers and all the machinery to yeah. do it, as they're getting better with that, uh, as they're making it all better, then mm -hmm. um, it get cheaper and cheaper. Yeah, more cost this, is, this is actually good yeah. for you because it gives you so much time. Yeah, to perfect like yeah. your token and your work. So by the time it's, it's large, you'll be the first guy. Yeah, with his foot in the door. Like <laughs> yeah, well, so there's been um, well, there's already those two others um, that are doing it. So who knows what they're actually doing behind the scenes? But mm. yeah, yeah, but the potential is still like massive. Right? Yeah, definitely. Like, it's a, it'll, it'll be a multi multi trillion dollar industry. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I don't, I'm not gonna. I genuinely thought you put water in it brings out hydrogen. Like it's <laughs> like a hydrogen. Uh, well, uh, what do you have that? Like it's like you, you you fill the car up with water and then like the it combusts like the um, like hydrogen and oxygen, oxygen yeah. and then creates energy. And there are inventions like that actually. Okay. There was a guy there was a guy in Perth in the eighties. He made that he made that um, little thing you put on you put on a diesel engine, and it would extract uh, one cup of water and you could drive for I think two hundred kilometers. But he died. No, he died. He died. <laughs> he died. Yeah. He died. Yeah. 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 It's interesting, but. Uh, wasn't there like okay. some Nigerian like um, engineer who like came up with like um, was it like a TV that you don't need it to plug in or something like I that? I was on TikTok. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It literally yeah. just sucks power from the ether. Apparently, it's like a radio. It converts radio waves into electricity, and that's free TV. Oh, that's free, insane. Free that's yeah. interesting. But yeah. what if you implement that in cars though? Like, I think he might die as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because if you think about it, that's like that's something that's kind of like. Industry disruptive, you know what I mean? Like it would disrupt, it would literally disrupt like industries, yeah, especially yeah. like um, it would be coal, um, electricity, oil. If you because if, if if you really think about it, solar, it's like everything. solar, yeah, every, yeah, everything. It's like good old Tesla, because like, it wasn't Tesla who wanted to create like a free electricity, something like that. Uh, Nick was, was, was that yeah. to do with the um, the solar thing? Uh, no, I think it was like how they're um, making the solar energy grid um, for your homes, like with a battery. You know. Oh I mean? yeah, yeah, that's yeah. um, what's it called um, smart, Elon smart grid. Yeah, the smart yeah. grid. Yeah. No, no, it wasn't a smart grid. It's like um, Nikola Tesla. I, I don't know. According to his like blueprints or whatever, he figured out how to um, create like an energy conductor. It's like pretty much like a. Um, it was a building that he. I think he, he wanted to create it in in America. That uses the energy of the ether to give electricity to um, to people, so it's free um, free power. Mm. So you know how we have DC and AC, mm. and I'm pretty sure we use direct current. I think pretty sure we use direct current. He figured out a way to get to get um, alternate current just using the ether. Mm. So instead of actually having using like getting coal and shit and burning coal, yeah, um, he set up this set up. He wanted to set up this plant, and effectively you're giving people free energy. And he mm. ended up getting. He ended up, I'm not sure if he actually completed it. It would be interesting to yeah. see if he actually completed it. Yeah. Um, but according to like, people say that he had the blueprints and the blueprints were like pretty legit. However, he wasn't able to like, um, um, I think he I'd either wasn't able to get the funding or people realized how energy disruptive it would be. So yeah, yeah this is the thing here. It's the, uh, the Wardenclyffe Tower. Yeah. That would pull electricity out of the ether of space or the ether yeah. of anywhere. And it would transmit it wirelessly to other devices, but it would transmit it through the ground. So he'd have like light bulbs, like hundreds of meters or kilometers away, in the in the just in the ground, and they would light up because they were just sending power to them. Crazy. But they. How long ago was that? This is in the eight, 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 late eighteen hundreds. 
Sure. Is it eighteen hundreds really? Is that that far that long ago? Eighteen hundreds is a long time ago. <laughs> Or 1901. 1901. 1901. Yeah. 1901. Still, still a very, very long time ago. Yeah. Pretty, pretty intense. So, what are some more long term coins that you would recommend? You said HTR. There are a few others that you're um, liking. Well, so, HTR is like not guaranteed long term. Like, it all depends on how well they do. But because mm. they're so early it's and because they, they haven't marketed yet and because they haven't, um, they've already got developers on there. There's already been a few projects built on there. But when they actually start marketing and going crazy, um, that's when it would. You know, so like, because it's so early, mm. I'm holding that for now. But then after that stage, then it depends on how adopted it gets and how, um, just how good it does. Is it on Binance now, or is this Yeah. And do you still day trade? No, I haven't been. I haven't been trading at all for the last six months. I've been working at Hydrolink. Oh, yeah, I've been yeah. Um, pretty flat out, very flat out. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The other thing, do you think that there's ever potential of like Bitcoin, Ethereum going like zero? Zero, yeah. zero chance. Well, like, cause Ethereum um, just has weight. Like Bitcoin, it's like, who knows? Because it's just, because um, all it is is just one purpose, and it's like, if it can't fit that one purpose, then you know, possibly. But this is, it, it is ten years old, and it is up for a reason. And you know, so, yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, and like, you know, Tesla and KPMG and all these companies investing into it, um, there's a reason for it. Yeah, 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 they're yeah. not stupid. Um, but then Ethereum is like, there's just so much network. Um, that uh, there's so much um, word. There's, there's so many people using it and it's got so much adoption it's just like it's not going to go like, just because of the use of it like the more Ethereum gets used the um, the more like it demands for it and then, so like the more um, Ethereum miners can make and all that so, um, so it's sort of it's just like a network effect like yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's too big to fail now um, like you know if, if there's in 10 years something that replaces it then you know it could do but it just consider like if a Ethereum two point rolls out and then everything rolls out smoothly, um, there's just too much network effects for it to actually crash. Like actually, it's fail, just, yeah, it's just not possible. So it's kind of like um, kind of like the implementation of like cell phones, I guess. Yeah, but yeah. if I mean if everyone stopped developing on it and everything just stopped being used, then yeah. But there's so much stuff on there that's actually being used in real life. But you know, um, like Visa um, use Ethereum for their USDC payments. Oh, damn. Um, I'm not sure. know that, and that's huge. I'm not, I'm not sure exactly how it works, but because um, I'm pretty sure that Visa have a card that um, I think they have a card that you can pay with USDC on. Yeah. Um, or USD, I think it's USDC. That's a regulated one. Um, and that's using Ethereum network. So, oh, damn. Yeah. Um, there's quite a few other um, big, I can't remember off the top of my head, but there's a few other um, pretty big financial um, products that use Ethereum network. Wouldn't yeah. the gas fees kill them, though? Yeah, um, the gas fees are heavy. Too. I think it's the gas fees are like bunched into one. Like so, like all the mm. mini transactions are like put into one. I think okay, so. It's um, so it's similar to the um, Lightning Network with Bitcoin because the Lightning Network, it's all it is is just bunching all the transactions into one, mm. um, and then they go like all these mini transactions go into one, and then that goes into one block. So oh, okay, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's essentially how Bitcoin uh, Lightning Network works. And what is the key to marketing a uh, a meme coin or just a and cryptocurrency in general. Um, well, now with NFTs, like it's just everything, like just Instagram and Twitter and Reddit, and mm. it's a bit of everything. Um, but it, like, it was like back when, um, like if you want to make a meme coin right now, it's just going to go nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I mean, meme coins. That's the train. Uh, yeah. Meme coins already dead. Like it was, it it happened, and that was it. It's done. Like it's mm. not really 
it, it won't really ever happen again. Yeah. Um, just because at once Doge and all that um, had its run, then there was like thousands of copies of the same thing. Mm. And then now there's copies out there, like there's not, so there's, it's whenever something new comes out, like if there's another big run, um, I can't really predict like what might be next. Like there's- What do you think the next trend will be? Yeah. No idea. Like, there's yeah. it could just be something random, like insurance or something. But yeah. Um, but then with insurance, is there insurance cryptos? Yeah, there are insurance cryptos. Yeah. Um, there's, in, there's damn. There's everything you can think of, but I don't think it's insurance. I was saying ran off the top of my head. Um, I don't yeah. think there's anything. Just gonna run with it. Gonna be up all night. Who knows? It's hard to tell. Yeah. What about like um, what's it called? Um, metaverse and gaming coins, because those are, those like went pretty hard. Ninety nine point nine percent of them is going to go to zero. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, just because when you think about how long it takes to make a game and uh, metaverse, like how long you know GDA, like um, when the metaverse is actually like adopted by everyone and it's actually used, like think about GDA graphics, like how long does it make to take to make GDA, and you know five, seven years or something, every GDA is taken. So like. What makes you think that um, any of these cryptos that have been working for one year are going to be as good as like what everyone wants? Because like no one, like, there's not going to be any mass adoption of any metaverse stuff without um, some like you know like usable graphics graphics that compete with all other games and all that. Um, but and, and a lot of it is uh, um, you know a lot of it is big bullshit. Cause, um, True. Yeah. Even sandbox. Uh, sandbox is I haven't I haven't used it I haven't looked too much into it but like sandbox I actually like sandbox because like they're not trying to be realistic and it's just because it's like a Minecrafty looking mm. thing um, it's like it's more fun and um, but all the like Facebook's metaverse thing is just fucking shit <laughs> horrible yeah. um, like the you know playing ping pong and um, all this stuff like it's just not really it's not going to be as big as um, some people think a lot of it's mm. just like big bad yeah what but, advice would you give to someone who's trying to twenty x their money in crypto, um, just buy something. Well, well, just stop being lazy and <laughs> like turn off your um, TV and mm. just always keep looking. Because like yeah. you know, when um, how I've made all my money is just constantly just always flicking through Twitter, flicking through everything, mm. um, watching YouTube videos, and then um, I might not buy anything for a whole two months. I might not make any money for like you know, you can make nothing two months. You just find that one coin that does a 50x, and that's mm. what I did. Um, yeah, you know, there's been I was just not excited. Um, have a Twitter, and I've um, always like posts what I'm finding, like we're used to when I was doing it. Um, and then, um, there's you know, I follow all the other people on Twitter that um, posts you know, good coins they find, and it's a, sort of just a quick, easy way to kind of like so Twitter's where it's at, yeah, yeah, Twitter, remember, like yeah. Twitter's definitely it's really good. Um, Discord as well, but um, so with Twitter, you know, you can just flick through and you you see people talking about cryptos, and then you can just look at that. And then, so I would um, when I, the first year of me actually trading, and um, like I was never trading with charts; it was just looking for just constantly looking for new coins all day, every day. And then, what were some of the signs that that gave you this fifty x coin? Um, well, just getting in early. Um, so if you can get it on launch on the on the day, that's where like you make some ridiculous oh, you money. To just actually yeah. launch. Yeah, like yeah, on the launch, or you can get a pre-sale, um, and then um, you know the team is the biggest one. You always look at the team, and you look at the credibility behind the project. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the biggest thing is just a team, like really, because if you um, have a team of you know some guy that's worked for Samsung and guy that's worked here, and these, this guy's you know billionaire that's done this, and he's the founder of this, like they're not gonna. So it's most of the people. They're not gonna, they're, they're not gonna waste their time. Um, 
uh, mucking around in this little crypto that's not going to work. You know? yeah, um, yeah. So that's the biggest thing is you know, looking at the team, um, what they've done in the past and how you know, successful they were with previous businesses. Um, yeah. with, Winners win. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the biggest one. Um, yeah. and, pl and plus the funding, because obviously if there's big people, they've got big money, they can get things done. Um, and then next thing would be or like tokenomics. Um, there's a lot that goes into that, but it's just sort of um, understanding like there can be a token that's like launched, but there can be like you know only seventy percent of the coins, like only thirty percent on the market, and seventy percent of them are locked up. So like you could um, you could buy into crypto, and then that seventy percent like keeps getting um, unlocked every month or whatever, or it could just get unlocked at once and dump. And like there's some scams where they'll do that, and they just like um, they'll either print extra too many tokens and they just sell it on the market, or they'll just like unlock the locked ones I would just unlock them and sell them all on everyone yeah um, mm. so when there's like so that's one big thing the biggest and the next biggest thing is the tokenomics is like understanding if there's any more like inflation like so um, if there's that crypto is going to be inflated then obviously the price is going to go down um, but then how can you tell it's going to be inflated is it so, so if I'm so yeah. um, seeing the max supply so the max supply and the circulating supply so mm. um, if you're on CoinGecko CoinMarketCap they always yeah. tell you um for early cryptos, like if it's on the launch, you'll have to um, go on the Telegram, um, go on their website, and like yeah. you know do some digging to find it because it won't be easy to find like new newly launched cryptos. Um, mm. But yes, yeah, so if you look at the max supply, so it's got one million tokens, um, but then they've right now they've only got th um, three hundred thousand tokens. Um, then you know that there's all these tokens in the market. So then you want to find out when those tokens are coming to the market and how slow it does. Because if it's over a ten year period. Then that's not that bad, but if it's like those um, tokens coming over in a one-year period, then that's quite that's like seventy percent yeah. inflation. Do they have to, they have oh, to disclose that information? Yeah. Huh? Do they have to, they have to disclose that information, or do they try yeah, well, to hide uh, that? Well, you don't have to, but it's just okay. no one. It's transparency. Like with crypto, everything's mm. about transparency. So, yeah. um, if you don't, then you, no one will really believe in you. Like, it's just yeah. um, the projects that are most transparent and show all their details and show everything. They're um, that's what gains people's trust and yeah, what makes yeah. them buy into them. Are there any other red flags that you would suggest of like when to get out of your coin, when to sell it? When it pumps. <laughs> when the pumps. Yeah, it, like when it's pump, like if everything goes vertical, you sell it. Like um, at least half of it. If you like, um, everyone. Because sometimes like if it's like a five x, you're like okay, but what if there's a ten or a twenty? Yeah, well, or and a dollar, 50, like, dollar cost average. Um, okay. Like you know, yeah. search that up on YouTube and learn dollar cost averages. Yeah, I mean, I've learned the hard way, big time. Um, after all the times I've seen things go up and then just getting greedy and thinking it's going to go up more and more and more, um, just to watch them and crash dive. and yeah. not make anything. Is that me and Doge? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so it's like, um, you know, you're never going to time anything perfect. Mm. No one can. No, no matter how good you are, I can't call the top and I can't call the bottom. No one can. Mm. Um, and and because like it always depends on so many things. Like you know, the, you, this could be the bottom, technically speaking, if you're good at technical trading, but then. Um, uh, something happens with the economy and it crashes even further. Like yeah. you just don't know what's going to happen, and no one can call the top or the bottom of anything. So just don't try to call the bottom or top. Yeah. Dollar, dollar cost average. Is there a big amount of manipulation in the crypto market at the moment? Like well, whales and things there's, like that. There's manipulation everywhere. Yeah. Um, like you know, if you um, look into how hedge funds and how um, the whole world works, like all the biggest um, firms and everything, like. Everything's manipulated. They're trying um, to bet against us. Is that yeah. what they're doing? Yeah. <laughs> well, so, um, yeah, crypto's definitely manipulated big time, but um, it's just like, it, so is everything. No. Um, you can't, like, I, I wouldn't, I can't um, uh, back up, like, with um, facts. Like, I don't know 
exactly but it's like i remember hearing of this and that and it's like it all makes sense like mm. you know there's everything's manipulated there's nothing yeah, that's not just not, yeah. crypto is the best chance sure, i suppose okay. yeah the well, long term i mean like if you, as long as you take profits so you're just going to remember like um everyone thinks that you know that like oh this, this is in two years like or everyone says like, you know two years um 100x like that's long term it's going to be here so everyone just thinks like you know it gets to half of that and everyone's like oh but it's just going to get there because of, like everyone this youtuber has said that it's going to get to this price but mm. um you know then it dumps 50 percent, and then um then it goes back up to that price maybe a little bit higher six months later then it dumps again and then it takes two years to get to that price not <laughs> like shorter mm. so yeah um and the other thing is when the biggest time to sell is when everyone starts talking about it. Yeah. So like, so with Cardano, I um I called I it was a bit of a fluke, but I did call the um the very top on the exact day for Cardano. Oh well, you knew <laughs> oh, for that. Yeah. Too <laughs> much heat, right? Yeah. So, so since then, like, it was because literally everyone, like, you know, everyone posted on Instagram stories. Everyone's like, oh, Cardano, like, you know, like that's interesting. So the more popular it is, the more risky it is. Yeah, is that because absolutely. hedge funds are betting against it because yeah. everyone's talking well, about it? Well, no, no, hedge funds, it's just the smart people. It's just like, you know, mm-hmm. the smart people, um, like, you know, that bought Cardano two years ago at whatever cent it was, like how cheap it was back then. And then it's gone up 200x and they've turned five grand into a million dollars or whatever. Like, you know, they're going to sell. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's just all the smart people with the big money. They're like, they've already made mm. profits. They don't care about their 1 million going to 1.1 million, they're just going to sell, the smart people. Well, and I, thought, I thought it was really popular, it's going to keep going because everyone's like talking about no, it. No, absolutely yeah. not. When, so when people it, that talk don't buy, is that the problem? Yeah, so when, when people talk, no, no was, they do buy, but that's the thing is, is like, there's a lot more, they like, buy enough. They, all these dumb, all these people that are buying, they're only buying $1,000, $500, 20 bucks, like all the fish, and then yeah. and then the whales that have the big money, they, they're already in. Yeah, they've already got, they're, they're, yeah, sell, they're selling the millions or hundreds of millions. Yeah, <laughs> you man. know, um, it's... Um, That's my mistake. So, so the, biggest thing, yeah. the biggest thing is when it's like everywhere and it's hyped up um, a lot, like, you know, you've got to spend money at selling. Yeah. People just ruin yeah, things. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's a buy the rumor, sell the news? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, what was another one? There was a... I can't remember the problem, but yeah, there's, there's been a lot of times where... You know, I've had mates like start saying, "Oh yeah, like should we get into this?" I'm like, "No, like I bought that six months ago, and I'm about to sell." What are your thoughts on safe moon? Yeah. Huh? What are your thoughts on safe moon? Um, I never really like looked. I, so I've been so against mean coins, and I never like yeah. regret. I kind of regret that I never focused on it because um, because I like um, my first few weeks of going to crypto, and I like, learned a lot of lessons through meme coins. Like because mm. a lot of the um, DeFi um, hype that I was when I first got into crypto. A lot of them were like um, meme coin, DeFi coins. So oh, they're, yeah. they're like hot dog coins and burger coins, and you could like, um, they'd have like multiple tokens, and you'd get like, you'd you get a uh, the bun, and then you could stake that, and you could earn um, patties, and then you stake that, and you earn lettuce. God, bro, <laughs> that was just crazy. It was ridiculously stupid. But then you could sell all that back into money, and then like, so a lot of these actually generate a lot of money. So like, they were, when on their launch, they'd have like, you know, ten thousand percent APY, same as almond, all that. Yeah. Um, mm. Similar concept, but OM is just a lot more complicated. Um, it's basically a simplified version of OM, like where there's big APY, and it'd be like, you know, you can farm hot dogs, you can farm tacos, you can farm sushi. Like, so that was su- when, sushi, yeah. when sushi popped off, sushi started um, the DeFi, um, like food, it was all food coins. So before dog oh, coin, gee, before, yeah. so before dog coins was food coins. <laughs> yeah. um, so like, I wish that I had of. I was like hence um, the grilled cheese. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. So I wish I had a, like had more time into it and actually focus because like it is ridiculously easy money make um to make money with all those um, meme coins if you don't do it. Is it too late now? 
Uh, absolutely. Well, they're already done. Like, uh, I, I don't really see another meme coin hype coming again like there was mm. with Dogecoin and stuff. Like, yeah. Because if Doge runs again, there's already like thousands of copies. It's not like they're going to make another thousand copies. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And so that's where, like, um, that's like the actual, like, if just Dogecoin goes up, like, that's just Dogecoin hype. That's not meme coin hype. There's not going to mm. be all these meme coins. It's just when there was um, all these other, like, the Dogecoin, yeah, the, the, the real hype was there's thousands of new cryptos. That's where the money, like, you weren't making money by a Dogecoin, you were money making the next Dogecoin. True. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not yeah. about, like, making money on the big one. It's already big. You, you're making it on the next one. Mm. So that, that's another thing is whenever you find, whenever something takes off, you always look for, like, what's next, because like, there's always going to be something copy. True. So, like, with the um, Olympus Dow, like, as soon as Olympus Dow did, like, there was time and there was all these other copies. Um, and, you know, I was unlucky because I was so busy with hide something, I couldn't really get into any of that. But True, yeah. if I was onto that, you know, there was so many copies where I could have bought one launch day, made like 10, 50x. Yeah. And that's pretty depressing if you miss all that. Yeah. yeah. What do you reckon about things like, um, what's it called, Dowmaker? On, um, I think Dowmaker is like a launchpad. Uh, I'm not sure I haven't seen that. Yeah, so it's like Dowmaker is like a launchpad where like you stake, you stake your DAO. Um, and then when you stake, well, once you stake your DAO, you have to stake a certain amount of DAO. And you can um, like D A W D A O yeah D A O Dowmaker, yeah. um, and then they kind of launch their coins on there, so you can um, put your money, put your you get pretty much first release on those coins by putting your money in the. It's pretty much like an IDO. Um, oh yeah, so it's like a launching platform. Yeah, it's like a launching platform. Yeah, there's heaps of them. Um, yeah. There's like TrustSwap and um, oh, I didn't know TrustSwap had one. Um, I think yeah. Um, because I think that's what TrustSwap was originally for. I know there's like, um, I forgot the names of them yeah. all, but yeah, there's, there's heaps of them. They're just like, they're um, platforms for marketing. So like if you want to launch a token on um, Polygon or something, or Ethereum, you can like um, launch it through that platform with an IDO, and then they, they also market your coin um, and a bunch of other things. Yeah. yeah. And, and you can like, you can use packages for like um, different, uh, um, like different amounts of marketing. Yeah, because yeah. I think like one of them, like I think it was Victoria VR went up like 200, 209x on day of launching. Yeah, and like I remember looking at it like the week before, and I was just like, nah, I'd be okay. Yeah, I've and done, I've done a weeks. lot. Of, yeah. There's been a lot of times I've um, seen a coin and then missed it, and then it's gone up ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like VRA, um, I bought VRA at 500k market cap. Oh fuck! And then, but like I sold it not long after, and like made a couple. Well, I made like ten grand or something on it. If I had a held that, I would be a millionaire. <laughs> oh fuck! Like because right now it's at. Um, oh, I'm not sure what it's at right now. Uh, but like so, it, w- it went up to a couple of hundred million market cap, and I bought it at five hundred k. So now it's like a billion to two, two billion or something, something ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I wish like. It's you can still- so, so I bought back in because like the I found it but then at the start it was a bit um it just like it looked what they were doing looked too good to be true yeah. and um i was just like yeah but then like a month later they started getting like bigger um, partnerships and big people involved and i was like that crap that's actually legit so they bought more and uh the vra has been like one of the um, biggest money makers as well um market cap yeah so that so that, it's that like all time it's like well, not all time but it's that um big blow off the crash but it's at 200 million right now so like if it was if I had a sold um, at the top, it would have been like four, four to five hundred million market cap. So oh, fuck. 
yeah, it would have been a couple million dollars. Damn, dude. But uh, I just put a grain in it. And then that yeah. grain would have been... I, I can't do the maths off my head, but... Yeah, it would have been, been a lot. I think that that's like Shiva. And like, when... um The first day it was launched, I was looking at Shiva. Mm. And I was like, oh, that looks... It looks like just another Dogecoin. That's not yeah. going to go off. So, like, so that, like, with... um. But, you know, I still made money on it, and it's like you can't, because there's been a lot of coins where um, I bought them on launch, like I did with VRA, and then it's gone up a lot, um, I sold it, and then it's crashed, and it turned out yeah. to be a scam. Yeah, yeah, so, dumped, the, yeah. so that's the thing, is that you really got to be making judgment, because, um, uh, um, so, like, the majority of them, like, you know, big majority of them aren't going to be, turn out good. Yeah. So it's just better, like, if you bought something on launch and it's gone up 15x, just sell it. And then, like, if it, unless, like, they get more credibility and actually start picking up, but if you can, if it's, like, not, if they haven't got big partnerships, they haven't got big people involved, um, and it's gone up a lot, you know, just sell because the chances are it's going to crash and it's going to be a scam or it's just going to be, like, a, um, uh, what's the word? Like, you know, a, a um, money grab. Yeah, yeah, like, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of them where they were just, no, it's, there's a, and even with good people involved, there's a lot of projects that have good people involved and like good partnerships, and then um, they do hell good for like six months, and then they just kind of disappear. Yeah, um, the same thing. Like that happened to like Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban got rock pulled as well. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had like a cry on, on Twitter. It's like you guys need to, to have some regulations around this. Mm. Blah 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 blah. But I think I think it's like because it's such a new industry, like it's it's bound to happen. Like yeah. everyone's gonna get fucking rock pulled. Yeah. Yeah, did you see the Squid Games token rock? Yeah, yeah, that was pretty crazy. Yeah, that was, that was hilarious. That was massive. Oh, yeah, fucking, fucking lost it. It was hell funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you reckon like them putting regulations on crypto is a good thing or a bad thing? Uh, absolutely a good thing because um, the more it's regulated, the more um, then the serious people really get involved. Um, like once it's more regulated, then they won't. And because like the biggest thing is all scams and everything. Like, so there is a lot of scams, which is gives crypto a bad name. Yeah. So as soon as like all the scams are gone, um, well, there's, there's always gonna. But the problem is, is like it's kind of impossible to really stop scams because because of the way everything crypto is made. Like you can just be in another country, and if something's not allowed somewhere, you can just do it in another country. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah that's true. Very easily, and because like you can still because um, with crypto, like you can't shut it down. It's not like um, there's so much that you can do with crypto that you don't need to be, um, you don't need to sign up for, you don't need to like, put your passport, your details on, like you don't have to even have an account, all you need is your crypto wallet and you can use their functions. So, or like you can you can launch a token without, um, like anyone can launch a token on, on any network without um, verification, like yeah. ID verification. So, And are um, those rug pulls actually illegal? Or you can legally get away with it? Um, who, I'm not too sure, sure about. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, rug pulls. Actually, I've, I've no idea to be honest. Um, yeah. I'm assuming that they rug pulls are legal because like a rug pull, um, like a technical term for a rug pull is when um, they pull out the liquidity. So like mm. it means that um, people just can't even sell the token, mm. um, which is not illegal. Yeah, but um, it's technically like fraud, like to uh, to some extent, right? Morally, yeah, yes, yeah. but legally, no. Yeah, no, I've, yeah. I've, I've not, I'm pretty sure. Um, because I have heard that rug pulls are illegal now oh, um, be, because it happened so much in 2017 yeah. mm. and it's just happened a lot um, over the years. Because, um, you know, like it's pretty crazy. Like they, you could get to, two, think about 200 million market cap and if they've got like 20% or 15% in liquidity, just pull that and sell it all. Um, well, I, don't know, I think they, 
Uh, oh, nice. I, I think they'll because with um, yeah, I think the way it works is with, like you know on Uniswap, the, the way the liquidity works is there'll be a balanced pool of like whatever the coin it is and then Ethereum to back it. Um, but because you know you can so you can trade both ways. Mm. Um, so um, they will rug pull it and then they'll take the Ethereum. I think. Oh, true. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's that's how I think that's um, the actual way the rug pull works. That's how it's all done. So, so I think that because once they, if they rug pull the token, they can't even sell the token. So I'm yeah. assuming that's how they do it. They pull the. So if, if Real Chief took off, would you rug pull it? <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's already done. Like it's not going to take off. It's yeah. like at zero now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah which is it's, it's pretty funny. Is um is Hydrolink on socials and things like that? Yeah. yeah. It's um Instagram, uh, Twitter. Um, Telegram website, so we got, we got everything. Yeah. So yeah. what's what's the what's the name or the tag? Um, Hydrolink.app is the website. Hydrolink. You can find all the socials there. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, but yeah, that's. Um, is there anything you want to ask? Um, yeah. No, I think that's about it. Yeah. Anything you only want to add that you want to like let people know or you want to share? Um, it's always dollar cost average. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. just the biggest one. Um, never try to take the bottom. I sell. Never try to point the bottom or the top, and just always dollar cost average is the biggest one. Um, and just always take profits is the biggest thing because you know, no matter how good something looks, it's always gonna like no matter how good a crypto can be, um, you know the the world economy can crash it. So, um, but just like what's happened the last few months is you know everything um, in crypto was doing amazing, but it's just the world economy that crashed everything. So, um, yeah, just always take profits. And that always just kind of like. Everyone. Do you think like eventually and be, and be patient? Because yeah. so many people just think like you know you make a million dollars overnight, but and and everyone just wants to get in the hell risky ones. But it's like you, know, you always want to diversify and have money in safe ones because um, you know it's just not, not worth it. It's, it's so risky. No matter how good something um, does sound, like they, you know they can always be dodgy or the, um, they fail and they just can't even like they um, the people working on that project uh, give up because of any reason. Yeah. Um, so it's just yeah, not it's never um, always take caution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's like I learned the same lesson. Like especially I think especially from the recent one, it was just kind of like your portfolio is doing good, and then all of a sudden you see your portfolio go down like yeah. 40, 50 percent. Yeah, the like last last yourself, few months yeah. have hurt me because I haven't because I haven't been active at all. I didn't um, look at markets; it always kept going down, down, down. But, oh. but every, everything I hold uh, is just you know, it's all long term. So. Um, anything I hold, it's like if it goes down fifty percent, doesn't matter if it's in, in holding it for years. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but it, like I could have sold more before, but just I wasn't paying attention to anything. Yeah. yeah. Well, how do you how do you how do you go around like tax when it comes to like your crypto? Um, there's a lot of um, I think it's like Coinly is like K, Coinly with a K. The website you can um, do it all through. So there's a lot of websites you search like crypto tax. Um, there's a lot of websites where you can um, link the APIs from your exchanges and it, um, and your, all your wallets, and it calculates um, your tax for you pretty much. Oh, um, yeah, that's pretty cool. I think some. I think you've got to pay for pretty much all of them, or they might have like um, you can do like half of it, or you, like to do the full. Like it depends how complicated it is, I guess. Yeah. Um, and there's most of them have um, they have customer support, and you can like um, you know pay for a um, it's called an advisor, whatever you could call them, for, to help you out with it all. But oh, okay, ta tax accountant. Yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's a lot of um, websites for it um, for doing any of it. Are yeah. there any ways to minimize tax that you've heard of? <laughs> um, to really. avoid it completely. Um, yeah. move, move to an island. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
they're not like this there's nothing really legal about um to there's nothing legal you can do to avoid tax unless you move country really like yeah. Yeah. Make, it's like 50 percent in australia um yeah. no well it's it's pretty complicated still there's some gray areas but like if you're um full-time trading uh if you don't have another job i'm pretty sure it just gets taxed as normal tax brackets okay. yeah um and then because uh, when i've looked into it i'm pretty sure i'm getting taxed as normal tax brackets but then um uh, if you've got another job, it's just the second thing. Then you do get taxed as um, capital gains, which oh. is yeah, like forty nine percent. I think. Okay, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not too sure. I haven't looked into it too deep. But yeah. yeah, you get fifty percent if you you hold it for more than a year, right? Yeah. So you get, after twelve months, if you hold something, um, you get fifty percent off yeah. the tax. Yeah. Yeah. Unless unless you want to start like when, unless you want to like um start an LLC in a European country, transfer well, your wait, money. So you, you get fifty percent off your tax if you hold it for twelve months. For twelve. Months. Yeah. No, you have not off your tax, off your capital gains tax, not not off your tax. Yeah. Okay. So off off that trade. So if you hold like one coin for thirteen months, then you get fifty percent off. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Otherwise, like Sweet. you just get taxed normal. Yeah. Sweet man. And that's right. And say transact um tax on every transaction. Oh wow. So that's a, so it's not if you um if you're trading back and forth for a few different coins and then whatever you pull out at the end back into your bank, that's not what's get taxed. It's per transaction. Yeah. So trade. It's one thing to like always keep in mind is um, if you've like you know you've made a hundred grand and then um, and then you've just gone and invested all that back. If that if you lose if that hundred grand turns into um, fifty grand the next year and you've like lost lost money, um, or if it's just like before the tax comes, then the market crashes and um, you haven't paid your tax for like the year before, for example, um, and then you so like from the hundred grand. Um, you owe 30, 40 grand tax, and then you're, you've now lost that 100 grand. That 100 grand is now 40 grand, 50 grand the next year, and you owe 30, 40 grand tax, and you're yeah, screwed. Um, but then for the following year, could you claim it as a loss? And yeah, you write it off? No, nah, so if, not, not for the new year after. Oh, I, I don't think so. Um, possibly, I'm not yeah. too sure. I think, I, I think I'm, I'm very sure that you can't. If you've made money in a year, like anything you've sold that year um, is taxable, and it's, it's like every transaction. So you, you make, what turn right. one grand into ten grand? Then you need to pay tax. Like you should set aside tax um, money from that for your tax. And so every trade yeah. you make, you should. Do Does it. the ATO have access to Binance and KuCoin? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they, they can see that. Um, they can see your holding, yeah, I'm, but I'm they pretty, don't think. Like I, I don't know how how much they track it, but they. So you, you made a hundred grand on Bitcoin, and you you lose it all. Different a different trade, you still owe the tax on the hundred grand. Um, if That's it's if it's, no, if it's the next year. Oh, then oh okay, the next financial yeah, year. Because like if it's if you've done it the whole next financial year. Sense. But in that year, if you've made a hundred grand and then go lose it, obviously you don't um, owe tax on that. So maybe you, in June, just don't trade. But, <laughs> but yeah. that, like for that hundred grand, That's you only get taxed that hundred grand if you withdraw that hundred grand. If you sell, if you're yeah, still so holding if, if it. You're st if you're still holding Bitcoin. You're like, not going to get taxed. Yeah, but like okay. not, not, not if you're holding in your exchange, like, um, but then if you sold it into another one, like if you've traded your Bitcoin for Ethereum and Bitcoin into Ethereum back and forward, yeah. um, then that, that's um, There's all taxable, you're, you're taxable every time. Wow, okay. Yeah. That's good to know. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's very, it's kind of fucked up though, I'm not going to lie. It's well, it's really the same with anything. It, yeah. It's the same um, with trading stocks or anything. Like you can't, um, you need to take, pay tax per, per transaction. Mm. Um, but what if you lose? Cause it's the same with stocks. If stocks, you're making all this money and then um, you made all this money in one year, and then you sold it, and like, you hadn't held anything. And then the next financial year came, but you hadn't paid tax for this year, and you wanted to do it all in one next year. Um, and then 
um, you lose some of that money, you still owe tax that year. So yeah. you made a hundred grand, you still owe tax for that year. No matter what you lose in this year, even if you lose a whole hundred grand, you're screwed. Um, yeah. But so, if you lose, but if you lose the whole hundred grand the next year, wouldn't that technically offset it? Because I don't think because I, I, I'm you're pretty, on a loss. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure um, the next year doesn't matter. Yeah, I think you have to pay it for that year, and you have yeah. to wait for the next because, one. Because because you should have offset. Because yeah. it shouldn't be a um, worry because you should have paid it that year. So it's like if you haven't paid it the next year, it's your fault. You should have paid it that year. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like just wait, really we'll just wait for the full two years and then do the two together. Yeah. Yeah. So I've done that. I've was going to do all my tax this year for last year as well. Um, so it's just going to be a very long process of going through it all. Yeah, um, that's going to be a pain in the ass. But that's, that's why you get an accountant. Just like, yeah, that's it. You yeah. just do it. Well, yeah, it is, it is doable with all these websites, like the one I mentioned. Yeah. Um, it's not, it, it, it might, like, for me, it would take a long time. It, it's very easy for anyone, but like anyone that's done um, a lot of um, new launched coins and stuff that yeah. might not be um, traceable with these. So like some of these websites that do it for you, um, some of these websites won't like pick up all these small random coins. They yeah. won't pick up all the main ones on like all the exchanges and stuff. So um, if it can't even trace them, then it's a big problem. Because like some of these coins that launch, if they were scammed and stuff, they might not even be on CoinGecko anymore. Yeah. Um, so if you can't even traced history for them then it can be very difficult so oh, okay. that's another thing is um it'd be good to, it's good to keep track of your um your all your trades like make a spreadsheet yeah and always keep tracking what about like um if you have like a, if you're selling nfts on the on metamask and stuff mm. like how would they how 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 could they possibly track that um, technically if you're on metamask you don't really have your, your name and your identity you know like they, they can't really like that's what regulation will bring in i guess because yeah. like, i think regulation will like if you but because either way if you um put money into a metamask like you'd get tax for getting rid of it like if you've sent it somewhere it's like that's like a disposal so you're getting tax on disposal just like if you go buy a a car like whatever like if you go buy a car but like, you just go spend your money on anything you get taxed on it because it's, you're spending money. So if you send your money to like a, um, a anonymous um, wallet, um, then you, it's still disposal, so you still get taxed on it. But then, so if you, but the thing is, like, if you ever want to put that money back into your bank account, you can't get away with that. So you'd always have to tax whatever money you've made. Like if you've sent money to your MetaMask wallet and then a year later you um, bring back more, then you're still going to have to pay tax on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, yeah. you're never going to be able to, like, unless you can. Like you can um, obviously have that money into that MetaMask, and then um, if you move country, then you can always access it anywhere else, and then you can figure something else out. But if you're not um, attached to the, if you're not part of the um, Australian tax office, then you can always um, uh, access that money in another country and not pay tax on it. Um, but I'm not too sure about like all the, the details of that. No, oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. But. Um, it, like it's just if you're in Australia, if you're still part of the Australian tax office, and if you ever put money into a MetaMask and then you pull it back, it's like you if they want if they pulled up on it, like you know you got two hundred grand profit from this random thing, and they want to and you've only paid like ten grand tax on it, they're like, well, we want you to prove that, so you have to go through all your transactions and prove how much tax you got. Oh, okay, yeah. So technically, the only way out is if you have citizenship in another country. Yeah, the only way because you yeah. can't either way if you want to ever put that money back in your bank account or ever use it. Um, it's pretty possible. Like, I mean, you could. Um, so with all these uh, crypto credit cards, um, they are regulated, and they're like, um, you can't like 
pay for something without like from a MetaMask wallet that no one knows about that's not attached to TFO. Like with um, the like these Visa cards are only compatible. Like everything like they're only um, everything is regulated with them, so you can't use them without like um, the TFO knowing about it. Okay. Um, so they, like you could. Like, you know, if you have a Bitcoin in your wallet and you send Bitcoin to you, then that, no one will know about that. You can do that tax-free. Um, legally, probably not even legal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not too sure about the legality of it. Um, yeah. yeah. But I guess, like, I think if it's a disposal, you could kind of mark it as a purchase then, though, right? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not. No, I'm not an account. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's. that's I think so much gray area now. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of gray area. Yeah. yeah, I think like that was that was the biggest one. It's like if you, if you deposit, if you um, dispose of the funds, like I'm pretty sure I read somewhere you can mark it off as a purchase up to a certain amount. I think it's a purchase. It is a legal purchase up to up to a certain amount of. I think it's like two thousand between like. $2,000 or something like that, it's a legal purchase. Yeah. And then you can mark it up as a, like a purchase and you, that, that's not a taxable event. But like if you, obviously if you put the money back in, that'll be a taxable event because you're getting money back. From the research I did, if you bring in money from overseas, there's no tax on it. Yeah. If you receive a gift that's less than every three months and it's less than 10 grand, yeah. then it's not taxable either. Is it every three months? It could be three months, it could be more than three months. Oh, okay. To be non like a non periodic. And it has to be less than 10 grand. It's less than 10 grand. So if it's like 9,900, yeah. more than three months between cycles of paying it, there's no yeah. tax on that legally. Well, what, what, if, what if it's like a. So you'd be put into a watch folder for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, what if, what if it's like a. What if you have like a massive inheritance, like 200K? That's the thing. Inheritance is not, is not taxed, not in Australia. Yeah. So you can just receive money from overseas and pay no tax on it. So you could be like. You could say, that's my money I've, I've earned and pay tax on in Kenya. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. And if Australia is not like working, if the ATO is jurisdiction in Kenya, probably don't. I don't know. It depends on the country. Yeah. yeah. That, 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 that's my accountant. That it's like um, if you if you're transferring money from overseas to here, then they wouldn't tax you on a basis that it's coming from another country. Mm. So it's in it's in income. It's in on the basis that you don't market as income from another country. So if you market as income from another country, no, yeah. they'll 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 tax you like a, like a normal. However, if you just if it's like a because if you look at these Asian students, Chinese students, like when they come to when they come to Australia, and they're getting obviously they're definitely getting funds from their parents and stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Like there's no way they'd be getting funds from their parents and they're getting taxed every single time. No, 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 yeah, because yeah. yeah. there, there would be no incentive for international students to come here, yeah. or like for for foreign foreigners to come here, yeah, exactly. because you're getting taxed for for nothing mm -hmm. for living. Yeah, which is uh, well, I guess so that's where um, they probably make. Money off the transaction fees. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, they did make um, a tax on the transaction fees. Yeah. It, it's a it's massive. Yeah, it's, it's not cheap to transfer internationally. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's not. It, it's starting to get a bit better, isn't it? Like with um, MoneyGram and um, all those international ones. That's, they're all dying out now because of crypto. Yeah. Mm. But that's the thing, though. Like, if you let's say you have like a, if you have crypto and you get your inheritance in crypto, like what can they say there? You know what I mean? Right. Well, it's, it's still it's still counted as an asset, and um, it, like the because like if you like um, if you get it in crypto, you still if you want to transfer that to Australian dollar, you're still going to get taxed on it because it's still money coming from somewhere. So it doesn't really matter that it's crypto; it's still an asset. Just like gold, like if you get given gold and it's like um, goes to you know it's like hundreds of thousand dollars worth, you're still going to get taxed on it. Just like with any asset or a house, like. You know, a house is an asset, gold is an asset, crypto is an asset. So it's all taxed, pretty much the same. Like, um, 
with all most assets it's all, it's all pretty much the same yeah we're very similar yeah that, no that's true that's true that's true mm. very very interesting but yeah guys sweet boys yeah. that's mm. a wrap that's a wrap yeah thank you very much nice. have a good clothes